the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. You know, Dan, uh, when Alicia Wood was on the show a few weeks ago, I told her that she was our favorite. Um, I think he's our favorite since he's on the show today. Sean Hart from RZIM. <laughs> Sean, how are you? Hey. hey, good to be with you guys. Yeah, it makes that makes sense. You know, you, your, your favoritism changes by day. Hopefully your kids don't feel the same thing, though. No, no, not at all. <laughs> they all know who's the favorite. Hey, did it's she? Jake Probst. Did she happen? <laughs> ah, that's funny. Did she happen to bring that up or? is uh or what no she didn't tell me that okay well feel yeah. free She's to, it to herself she, she, knows. she didn't write you out <laughs> well listen feel free to tell her that we said that you're our favorite today yeah today <laughs> today. today only sean, last time i talked to sean hart uh, rick you, uh, you had to be gone that day that's right and so i talked to sean and uh who who was who else was on with us that day Ivy tyson Ivy, co- yes. yeah, co-host yeah. of our of our podcast yeah that was a lot of fun it was it was a good and it seems like you had a little more facial hair that day sean am i yep I decided to, you know, start going back. I'm starting to grow it out a little bit more. You know, I have to say, though, some people had said to me, you know, I saw something with you and you had a shaved head. I saw you got your COVID cut. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry. That's kind of an insult to my wife because a lot of people call it their COVID cut because they couldn't go to the like the hairstylist. Yeah, yeah. My wife has cut my hair since 2008. And if you've ever thought it was anything other than like just professionally done, then, you know. That, that, that's on you, but she's, she's an amazing uh, hairstylist, so she she always takes care of me. Yeah, she look it looks good. I like it. You do look great. Uh, and hey, I just, thanks. I just want to tell you right up front that when I'm out and about, I do get to go out in the public. They tell me that I look just like you. So, um, <laughs> man, that's great. I've always thought that. Yeah, kind of separated at birth, I guess. I, I don't yeah. know. Sean Hart. I see it. I see it definitely. <laughs> oh, I love Dan so much. Sean Hart from RZIM. Sean, I did want to talk uh, about uh, your podcast cover to cover in just a few. Um, and and as I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this live or not. I know before we started, we love the lights in the back, and those are Christmas lights. Can you tell us why they're why they're there? I don't remember what you said. Yeah. So. My wife was having a hard time getting into the Christmas spirit, I guess, of things. And so I put these lights up in the house and that helped her. That was back in Christmas. And honestly, we just really liked the lights inside, uh, especially at nighttime around the fireplace. You got the lights. And so we've kept them up. Uh, we put them to the test. You can see a little strand is out back there that I need to replace. Yeah, um, but I think you, you go through out. bulb by bulb to find out which bulb is out. That's, yeah. that's the easy way of doing it. Yeah, yeah the really easy. I, I figure. <laughs> I think two dollars or one ninety nine. Yeah, is right. a lot easier than that. And you you're know, right. And if you look real close, uh, right there near the fireplace, you'll see a VHS that keeps uh, blinking the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sean may not know what a VHS is. I mean, well, I, I do, but I got to give Rick a hard time. <laughs> oh, he watched Aladdin when he was a kid. You know that. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Sean, I I did want to, all kidding aside, uh, I, I did want to talk about uh, the passing 
passing of Ravi, the memorial mm. uh, last yeah. week. And I mentioned to you um, before we started, uh, I, my wife works in the back room back here. She works for a tech company and it looks like war games back there. Um, <laughs> and she listens to audio or watches a video while she's working. And then I'll take I'll do the, I, about the same here in the studio in the house. And uh, I saw the link to watch the memorial. So I, I, I watched it. I didn't know she was going to watch it. She watched it twice. And we yeah. talked we talked afterward. And we were both since we were both so deeply moved. Uh, we both cried. We both laughed. I mean, I laughed with, uh, well, a number of speakers. Robbie's brother was was very, very funny. Uh, and Naomi, when she spoke and mm. when her uh, I can't remember, was it a son or a daughter? I think it was a yeah, son, son. son that read um, his uh, tribute to his grandpa. Uh, Louis Giglio uh, crushed it. Yeah, he did. Wow. How did you feel? Uh, Mike Pence, the VP of the nation. My gracious. He just he very bold. <laughs> wow. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan. I, I loved him before. I'm a huge fan now. So how did it feel? Uh, I know you love Robbie with all your soul, right? All your heart and soul. How did it feel being in that environment? Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some challenges to it, but it was, it was really God worked through it. You know, I think it was hard. Everybody having to have a mask, having to do the social distancing thing within uh, passion city church. But that was the, that was one of the first, I think that's the first time they've ever had a gathering since this whole thing has kicked off with the coronavirus. So they were really going out and, and, on a limb with just with with allowing with hosting it um and they did such an amazing job their their hospitality is like none i've ever seen so we so appreciate them and all that they did the experience for me uh, i actually came out of it saying to others like i found it really helpful um in the grieving process because it has been a long you know it's been this a couple of weeks of grieving and i've not had to really do this uh much before so this is all pretty new for me I lost my grandmother when I was, um, you know, really young, but this is a, Robbie's played such an instrumental role in my life in that but when I first became a Christian, I really, I took him on as a passive mentor through the radio. I listened to him all the time. And uh, Bobby Clinton writes in his book on mentoring, I think it's Bobby Clinton on, um, he talks about the passive mentor. It's someone that you can have access to their thing, like the dot, um, whether it's radio, whether it's audio or, you know, books, you take that and you apply that. And I, I took that seriously. And I, I started doing that with Robbie throughout my life. I, I took his, his, um, assignments. I, I made I made some of his messages assignments, right? Writing a vision statement for my life. And so hmm. he had a huge impact on me. And it's, he's really journeyed with me throughout my Christian walk. And then to actually have the privilege of, you know, working for him and being part of leading the Institute that is really one of his big dreams. Um, such a huge privilege. And then so to step into that memorial service, I mean, I was a mess. I, I learned how to sing and cry in a mask, and it's just not comfortable. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned. Um, but I'm, I'm with you. I was laughing, crying. But I mean, I lost it the moment I opened up the, um, you know, the pamphlet. I can't remember what you call the program. The program, yeah. And I saw that Jude, his grandson, was going to be sharing. Mm. I lost it right mm. there. Just the fact that he was going to be sharing something. And then, you're right, I feel like there was this really good progression that God kind of just did in the in in the throughout the service of very intimate and just it was a lot of just grieving the loss of of such a great great man 
And then there was this like momentum of celebrating him with the crescendo of Lecrae, you know, performing this song, Tell the World, exactly what Ravi wants to do and wants us to continue to do is to tell the world about Jesus. And so I, it was the most beautiful memorial service I've ever been to. And and like your wife, um, I'm going to watch it again. Me and my wife are probably going to watch it again here soon. But it, it meant so much to hear from so many voices. And you just realized through the whole hashtag thank you Ravi um, initiative that happened, you realize just how profound of an impact Ravi has had mm. on so many around the entire world. I think 780,000 people have watched the memorial so far. Wow. I think live, I think 70,000 or 80,000, I think maybe a hundred when you combine all the different platforms um, we're watching it. I, yeah. I, I hands, you know, much appreciation to Passion City for all that they did. And then whoever from our team with the events team who was a part of putting that together, it was so, so beautiful. Mm. Sean, for, the, uh, for those of us who have not yet had a chance to watch it, where, where can we find it? Uh, I know it's still available. Yeah, it's up on YouTube um, or Facebook, RZM's Facebook page, RZM's YouTube um, channel is, is a good place to go. And then I'll be, I'm, I'm working on something right now, kind of like idea of like how to get to know Ravi. Like there's a lot of people probably through, thank you, Ravi, have just heard of him for the first time right. yeah. for that. I mean, I would encourage, I mean, this man changed so many people's lives. He's, there's just an echo around the world that has been, um, you know, started from him speaking into people's lives and proclaiming the gospel. And so some places I would go, I'd watch the memorial service. Um, gospel patrons did another really cool video of kind of behind the scenes, Ravi, and like the, fi- the founding of RZIM and really working the D.D. Davis who really came behind him and then his his book his biography Walking from East to West I think that's one of the best books that we could look into to really get to know um, the man um, Ravi Zacharias and and aside from uh, obviously he touched you just as a mentor and spiritually but uh, but you were able to work with him kind of day to day obviously he was out of the office a lot but what what's a great fun memory you have of working with Ravi yeah Day to day, day to day is hard, a hard one because day to day, Ravi, you're right. He is, he, he's out and he's gone. You know, I, I, I think the best memories I have of Ravi are actually at the Christmas party. And I think a lot of people would say that because it's one of the places where you see, you can tell when Ravi speaks, especially with his Q and a, like how quick he is and how, you know, how much he's just, he's just got a, he's got a, his, his gift and his intellect, but man, you, you would see his wit, Hmm. during the Christmas party. And he is such a joker. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite, one of my favorite moments I thought was funny was his, his, you know, you, if you watch the memorial, you heard Sanj uh, speak, who is a dear friend and traveled with him everywhere. Well, Sanj is also known for his style. He's, he's a very stylish man. He's got a, he's a sneaker head. He's got a bunch of shoes. And <laughs> so he, he really, he really helped, um, you know, dress Ravi and get Ravi into some, some different threads. And there was one Christmas party that, um, someone commented, I think, on Ravi's jacket or maybe his trousers or something. And he said, um, Ravi said, yeah, Sanja's got me all taken care of. Um, he's got me all dressed up, dressed and nicer. And he, and he has Thomas, who is his travel assistant. And he has Thomas not looking like a Mormon missionary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody lost it because people, he, he was giving Thomas a hard time. And he loved, he loved, he loved uh, a good dig on somebody. I mean, that's as, long, you know, as long as it was respectful, he, he, always, he always loved that. So it was always fun just waiting to hear what Robbie was going to say as a joke at the Christmas party because he constantly was just 
throwing them out there. That's, That's funny. Awesome. Sean Hard from RZIM, as you see on the screen there, it's RZIM.org to find out more. You've got to see that memorial, uh, that tribute. And I think it came in right around two hours and 27 minutes. And, and you know, I was working at the same time while watching it. If my bosses are watching or listening, <laughs> uh, I was just listening, not watching. Right. Uh, right. But, but, you know, I kept thinking, okay, I need to, you know, just just see it later, watch it later, and just see it in pieces. But I couldn't. It was so captivating, so compelling. I was so into it. My heart was just there. And I just said, you know what? I can make up work later. This I, I've got to do this. Uh, yeah. It just touched my soul. Anyway. Yeah. And if, I could, if I could say one more thing in yeah, yeah. memory of Robbie, because sure. there's, yeah. there's the funny part, but there's also something very meaningful that happened to me. When I first came on my first year as a fellow, you know, I was stationed in D.C., so I didn't know Robbie that well. You know, he knew I came on the team and, you know, like, little introduction I've had before from him. And then, you know, we got an email from him. And and it hit me right at this particular moment in time in ministry where it just said he, it was all staff email to everyone. Um, and it said exactly what I needed to hear in that exact moment. And it, took, oh, it was just so good. And then I wrote back to his, to his assistant and I said, listen, I don't know how this works if Ravi gets these um, type of emails, but I just want to let you know, if you want to pass on to him that, and I told her why it was so meaningful and just really thanked Ravi for writing it. I think it was about three months later, I, you know, I had never seen, I hadn't seen him. Um, I came down to Atlanta for the summer Institute, which we used to have at Georgia tech and walking by, I, he, we, we connected eyes and he looked at me, he said, Sean, thank you for that email. That meant so much. And I'm like, this is three months later. He remembers a like little five sentence email. I wrote him thanking him. And he remembered to say something And for me, someone who, you know, young speaker, first year in the ministry with RGIM, stations in another city and Ravi remembers that. And I think a lot of people have those type of stories where he remembered something about them and it's because he really cared about people. Yeah. Mm. Love that. I do want to move on. I do want to talk about yeah. your podcast and some other things, but Dan and I had a chance to, I don't know if you were there, Sean or not years ago, it was about five or six years ago. We came by at a staff meeting and then we were ushered into Ravi's office with him. There were four of us. There was four, right, Dan? If I remember correctly, uh, yeah, the three of us, and then and then Ravi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were there, and I was a little anxious because it's it's, uh, and I'm not a starstruck person, but it was Ravi, and I didn't know what to say because of his level of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there, and he prayed with us and for us. And he was so kind and and gentle. I kept thinking in my mind, okay, this guy's way too busy. We need to wrap this up so he can get about his business. But he was just like prolonging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appreciated that uh, to mm-hmm. that little small, little small. It was a little small piece, but it just meant so much to to us. So. Yeah, anyway, so great. And, and then Rick asked him to sign his chest, which just made it really strange. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you want to see that tattoo now? Here it is. Hang on. It's right next to the Sean Hart tattoo. Yeah, I have. I'm glad you got yeah. that finally. <laughs> Sean Hart from RZIM. Hey, you can go to uh, RZIM.org and watch the memorial and find out more. 
I do want to talk, and by the way, we are talking with uh, Sean, who's been at RZM for some time. Uh, he's an amazing man. We appreciate your time, Sean. Uh, we know that you are one of those so many vital pieces that are in RZIM. I mean, I know that it's an entire team, but you're just such a bright spark. I would want to know, before we move on, um, I would want to know, uh, no doubt, uh, this team is well-equipped to go on right i mean everything we've seen and we've only seen a little but everything dan and i have seen it's like you know these guys aren't going to miss a beat i mean they they're 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 going to crush it from now on how's everybody feel and 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 how does that happen with a ministry of this magnitude and size yeah, you know, I, when there was a man touring the office one time who has um, had got his PhD in like f- like family businesses and like really and looking at the tra- the transition, um, not necessarily family even just people that are thing businesses that are built around a particular person, and he was looking at what, what Robbie had done and he said Robbie has done better than I've ever seen anyone do in setting up this organization for the next season. And really this has been a long, long time vision for Ravi. It was never about him. Um, It was about multiplying evangelists around the world. And so, yes, um, there is no doubt that Ravi is going to be missed. He will always be missed. There's one of my colleagues was saying around what's going on currently in our society just was recently saying, I wish Ravi was here to say, to to say, I want to ask him about it. Mm. Um, I want him to say something. And so there will be moments like that far in the future, but yes, you're right. I mean, we're not going to miss a beat. I mean, Ravi has really done an amazing job of training up uh, people like, you know, Michael Ramsden, who's the president, he's such a gifted speaker. Sarah, Sarah Davis, his daughter, who's mm-hmm. the CEO, she is such a gifted leader. I love serving under her. Um, and she's got such a good passion, vision, and, and leads with clarity and with strength. And then you have Vince and Joe. I mean, you've had them on here. You yeah. know they're great. You listen to the Ask Away podcast, and it just continually blows my mind. Um, and the team just continues to go. You have I could just I could list more and more people, but it is it is amazing. Um, and I was thinking of Abdu Murray as well, who just launched a podcast as well with RZIM. It's just Ravi's really um, set us up to really springboard into the next into the next season. And I, I, yeah, you're right. We aren't going to slow down. Uh, we're going to continue to meet the questions of culture and continue to give that invitation of Christ, just as Ravi did. Ravi's trained us to do, and just as we um, have always done. And I, and I think that's the key is all of you that, that Robbie is the team that Robbie put together. All of you have such a passion for sh- uh, not only sharing Christ, but helping people understand faith and what they believe and, yeah. and making sure they truly understand what they believe. I mean, when you got a passion like that, it, it's going to be fine. I, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Cause the questions are endless. They don't mm-hmm. stop. Um, and people want their questions answered, but they want to be respected mm. and they want to be, um, you know, treated as someone with value. And that's one thing that was just always at the forefront of Ravi's mind, like making sure there was a questioner behind the question is what, mm. you know, what he would, what he is known for saying and really getting into who is this person? What is the question? What is it that they carry 
into this conversation. And if you think about it that way, it allows you to kind of not just treat people like arguments or put people in categories. You actually have them as people and relationships, which we get a lot further that way, which is one reason I think that RGIM has been able to speak in some pretty tough areas and some pretty um, divisive areas, but to be able to actually bring truth and clarity, but yet still have people who disagree with us want to continue to partner with us. Right. Love that. Sean Hart, RZIM. Sean, we're running out of time, and I do want to talk uh, maybe another time more about your podcast. Check out Sean's podcast. Yeah. It's called Cover to Cover. Real quick, a couple of minutes. Here we are sitting in the midst of, I mean, we're still kind of in the pandemic, right? Uh, in a sense, um, economic challenges, and now with the with the whole riot thing that's going on here in Atlanta. And as you mentioned, uh, where you were a fellow in DC, uh, it's yep. in cities everywhere. Uh, just the George Floyd thing. Uh, we are deeply saddened uh, by everything. Of course, his passing, mm-hmm. but I'm just shocked, I guess, with what's going on in every city. Kind of speak to, to, to that and help us here. Yeah, I think um, it, it is. It is sad. You know, I, I heard a, I heard um, an excerpt of George, uh, George Floyd's brother saying, like, you know, speaking out against the riots and saying, right. you know, what, like he wouldn't do this. And the interesting thing, thing is, is that, that people have said, like, this isn't this is about him, but this is a, about something bigger, too, that has been seen. And I feel like we got all of these type of um, uh, just a, a group of them with Ahmaud Arbery and, you know, the um, gentleman who is trying to do bird watching in the park in New York. You got all these just within like a two week period mm-hmm. that really hit um, people hard. And I think what I see here is, I mean, rightly, there is a cry for justice. And, you know, of course, as we, as everyone has to say, like thing, things are complicated, things need to be, need to be talked through, but they actually, but that's the thing is people are like, well, they need to be handled. There needs to be justice. And I think whenever I see this outcry for justice, um, it reminds me of actually what God has put in us. He put, he's put in us this longing for justice. Our God is a God who is a just God. And part of us being created in the image of God is that we reflect some of these characteristics of God. And so our longing for justice is often, it, it can sometimes be misplaced, but it's oftentimes put from this place of like, there is a, a righteous um, call, longing for justice that is part of us being created in God's image. We long for justice because humans have value. If they didn't have value, and if they weren't if they weren't created in the image of God, then why are we longing for justice? And so I think that does challenge some of the other worldviews out there that just make um, humankind just advanced animals. If we're just advanced animals, then what do we? What, what are people upset about? It's, it's might makes mm. right. It's survival of the fittest, and there's nothing to be upset about. But the fact that we cry out for justice shows us that we actually believe one that humans every human life has a value two that there is such thing as right or wrong there's a moral ground on which to make a judgment of whether something is right or wrong now those two point us back to Christianity because it's only in Christianity that we see all humans, regardless of who they are, regardless of what they've done, they're created in the image of the God who created this universe. And this God also says that there is such thing as right and wrong, and you can make a judgment on something 
but we have to ask ourselves, where does that morality come from? Mm. Where did that value come from? And I think the best place and the best answer for all of people's longings and cries for justice is the Christian worldview. Mm. That is so, so that yeah. is that is so good, John. Hey, this guy's so good, Danny needs his own show. He yeah, he really does. He does. He does. It's have the a, Sean Hart Show. There you go. He's got a cover to cover podcast. Check it out. You can go to rzim.org also to uh, find out more about him and his and the other great team, all of them there at RZM. Sean, we'd love to catch up with you in about six weeks or so and see what's going on. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.